about dating leftover women. Majority of women 35 and older appears to have matching tendencies that lead to irreconcilable differences. Smart men like Leonardo DiCaprio seems to understand this quite well. So women who manage to hit 35 and never marry are leftover women. You've deviated every essence of femininity. When a man tells this woman, don't do that. She says, I do what I want. You're not my father. When a man says, stop, you will hurt yourself. She says, I can handle myself. When a man says, no thanks, I don't date single moms. She asks, do you not want kids? When a man says, Says, let's have kids. She says, I don't want to have kids. When a man says, I got to give my baby mother some money for my kids' school clothes. She says, no, child support is enough. When a man marries this woman with the kids, she says, we are a package deal and persuades you to adopt him. When a man says, I want you to fit in my system. She says, I already have a system. When a man is a man, she is not compatible. And that is the brutal truth. <laughs> It's going to end up with a mess, really, because sooner or later, there's going to be no children being born. Mm-hmm. They're going to cut down. There's going to be no children being born because the modern women are going to be too old to breed. And then the old, the, 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 the people that they want don't want them. And men, quite happily, after a certain age, they're going to think, you know what? I've got to the age where I don't want no crying kids in my head. I'd rather just chill, have my own place, live off my own wealth and forget about it. So I think now we need to work on the, the children that are in school now mm-hmm. because what we're showing them now is wrong mm-hmm. and the thing is the modern woman knows it's wrong I just want to know why you have such a negative opinion of black women are you single or are you married? I am you're single, single now you're divorced? I am divorced how long have you been divorced? since I was 40 any children? I have four children any sons? I have two sons are they married? your sons? My sons are not married. What am I asking black women to do that your sons would disagree? I think my sons kind of look at me and they don't want to be married to black women. Your sons look at you want to be married to black women? Yes. And they love you? Yes. And why don't they want to be married to what looks like you? I'm a very forceful woman. Mm-hmm. So what was the initial question you asked me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about black women don't you like? Hmm. Probably the same thing your son don't like about you. Gotcha, bitch. That could be true. Mm-hmm. Check. Mate. Godfather. Undefeated. I just want to know. Destiny's here. I'm like, okay, let's bring her on. Auntie and Esther have beef. Me and Esther also have beef, right? She went on a podcast and I was sexist, racist, blah, blah, blah. But she still comes back, right? And And so bring her so she has beef with me whatever i don't care um i'm a businesswoman i can put i can put things aside auntie jenny auntie jenny and also does not like them and so she comes on right i'm like all right let's bring on auntie jenny and let's bring on um king riches is michael that is my um king riches and auntie jenny those are both my talents so they're both signed to like my network like i run their channels i do everything and so i'm thinking okay they can get clips out of this destiny's here let's let's make some content can somebody please tell me why every man has the answer to literally absolutely everything? Because we have the most responsibility in the entire world. We have to know the answer. If things break, we fix it. If things need to get built, we build them. When there's war and people need to be killed, we do the killing. We work below the ground in sewers all the way to the highest power lines in the world and we built 
the infrastructure to this country. Men work themselves to death, and in some cases, literally, we have the most dangerous jobs. We will run into a fire without care of our own life. We protect women if they need to be protected. We work our whole lives away to support our families, and we don't need a thank you or a pat on the back, maybe a cold beer in the garage. I'm proud to be a man. I'm a protector. A lover, I can work in the harshest conditions, the most dangerous jobs. I can fix and build anything. But you want to label that as toxic masculinity. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Thank you. 
Fuck it, man. Let's get this shit started. Uh, Jersey Judah. All right. Didn't do nothing. All right. Here's the story. Here's the story. Okay. By the way, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Okay. So here. So see, this this is what happened. Yesterday, went through the went through work. Um recorded but the audio was so fucked up and really i mean i tend to rant a lot but there was just a lot of shit that was just not really put together well so i scrapped it um i shared like two episodes was it monday like a lot of my shit is being backtracked i'm just backtracked right now so what I'm going to try to do is make a day project, uh, excuse me, a day project out of today. It's actually 10, 11 a.m. at the moment. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through two videos. I'm going to go through one video each segment, waffle a bit, bullshit a bit, and, you know, shit like that. Uh, what we got, we got Manosphere highlights daily. I remember that for a fact. Because... He did another video. By the way, shout out to Manosphere Highlights Daily. Subscribe on YouTube. We went through part one, but now there is a part two dealing with the Pamela Anderson documentary. Um, this video is called This is What the Future of Modern Women Looks Like. Pamela Anderson Post Wall 304. And that's that's the title. I agree, but I just want people to know I'm not just saying all that. That's literally the title of the video. And then uh, this is going to be kind of disingenuous, but I really don't give a shit because I don't feel like searching right now for uh, content for later on. I kind of have everything mapped out early enough. So I'm not going to pull any audibles tonight. Um, later on, we got the It's Complicated channel. It's Complicated channel on YouTube. And that video is called Coaching Men, Rules of Modern Dating and Understanding Women. I already went over that yesterday, but since the audio was shitty, I'm going to have to do a remix, all right? Be on my P. Diddy shit, man. It's time for a remix. Um, but before all that, <clears throat> I want to get into like the side notes that I recorded yesterday that either, like I said, the sound quality was just shit or... Really, I wasn't articulating my words good enough. So, the quiet quitter, right? The quiet quitter. I'm sure you guys have heard of people quiet quitting. Of course, you don't literally quit your job. You just do the bare minimum. You do the bare minimum, but you do uh, what you're paid to do. Like you're not you're not necessarily slacking, but you're also not breaking your back end. You feel me? So you got the quiet quitter or the quiet the guys who are quiet quitting and women. And 
with that, it's, it's, I'm going I'm to connect the dots real quick because I had a problem doing this last night. So quiet quitting can be looked at in the workplace. It can be looked at in relationships, dating. And in most cases today with a lot of Western women and a result of men leaving the States, going elsewhere, um, there's a lot of uh, criticism towards men. And it doesn't matter where you stand as man, there is criticism towards you. Um, what quiet, the quiet quitter would be like, shout out to MGTOW. It would be more of like MGTOW, Monk. Um, like to be specific, I would say that's more MGTOW, Monk. You know what I mean? Quiet quitting in, in, in which you don't need to explain why. You're not dealing with a lot of these Western women. Their behavior and their actions speak for itself. Okay? But you also have the silent slave. Now, I talked about this, you know, once again, fucked up audio from yesterday that I didn't upload for good reason. But I went over the silent slave. And I connected this to the workplace. I connected this on a job aspect. And I connected it to essentially being a simp. When it comes to women, the silent slave is the guy who will tolerate verbal abuse. Okay. The silent slave is the man who will tolerate verbal and emotional abuse and psychological abuse, manipulation. He'll know he actually realizes that he's being used and he understands it. He's just that desperate for companionship and company in general despicable basura okay now in all actuality the silent slaves are not solidly husbands i'm not going to say that all right because they are people well mostly older men men from older generations who are married to their wives and they had their ups and downs without a doubt but they stuck together the vows meant something. The rings meant something. The holy matrimony meant something. Okay? Bitches today ain't thinking about that shit, man. Fuck. That. Bitches ain't thinking. They're thinking about the nearest come up. You got somebody like Pamela Anderson washed up, failed six consecutive, a six-time consecutive failure of marriage. Pamela Anderson. It's a prime example. What does fucking wedding vows mean to her if she's already had five previous fucking husbands? Real shit. A lot of these women are embarrassments to themselves, but they're embarrassments to society. They're embarrassments to the West. When other countries look at the U.S. of A., the greatest country in the world, I don't give a fuck who disagrees. I live in the country. You should feel that way about your country. It's called nationalism, nigga. Feel me? We not all from Africa. Getting sick and tired of this shit. We not all from Africa. Unfortunately, a lot of these people they don't they don't have they don't have the photos, they don't have the family history, they don't know about their family history necessarily, besides maybe great great 
You know what I mean? I, I got pictures. I got evidence. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Native American heritage. Irish heritage from my grandmother's side. All right? I don't... I, 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 I came to the understanding when a lot of black folks, they never been around Africans. And I'm not saying anything bad necessarily about Africa or Africans. But... I've been around Africans, real Africans. And it may it may offend you. There's video evidence of African African men saying this. They don't look at black Americans as brothers. That's why I don't use the term African American. That's prejudice. You're looking at my dark skin. <laughs> See, I can flip the script on these cocksuckers. That's prejudice, because you're looking at my dark skin and think I came out of a fucking slave ship. Think, thinking that, and, and most of my people's, grandpop side, possibly. And when I say possibly, we're talking like Kenyan, shit, some shit like that, small percentage. You understand? They're, they're, the people in this country who identify with African-American, they've never been around um, Africans and they never been around based Africans that will tell you, you know, there's there, cause there's, there's people, and this is, makes sense. Like really, if you think about it, right. When everything else was going on, racial shit was going on. Jesse Jackson was able to, well, this is past that, but more towards his uh, attempt of running, I think, for president, running for office, I believe. He coined the phrase African-American, if I'm not mistaken. I could be incorrect, but I'm pretty sure I'm correct with that. Never since then, a lot of people, it's a dead giveaway for a lot of blacks because they have Negro on their birth certificate. They don't have African-American on their birth certificate. They have Negro. I I believe in more. I mean, not to be on no kumbaya shit, but I believe if you've been in this country, you have family that's been in this country, you're American. Give a fuck what the fuck you look like. Doesn't matter. But that's just that's just from my perspective. But um, even outside of that, you know, I'm more. I'm more inclined to be a Negro American. You know what I mean? Black American. Okay. I don't know shit about Africa. Well, I know about the wildlife. You know, I watch I watch National Geographic uh, documentaries about lions and shit out there. You feel me? They had this one village where niggas was literally living amongst lions, bro. Like, they were treating lions like literal house kit house cats. It's fucking crazy. Like they literally they 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 had it was some shit where they had like a couple of tribes. There were a couple of tribes of lions. Right? There were a couple of tribes of lions, but they were like they were they were feuding, like they were almost competing 
like in just nature, these fucking dominant vicious creatures, beautiful creatures, but vicious and dangerous and deadly. They they have packs and these like they're literally well, it's families essentially, right? You know what they call them prides or tribes. I think it's prides. I think that's the female line. I don't fucking remember. But these these groups of lions would compete, meaning they would hunt animals. They would hunt like hyenas and all that other wild shit. You know what I mean? And they would compete. Like they would fight. This whole fucking documentary, I remember this shit. It was life changing. It was like Lion King for real. You know what I'm saying? Like they would fight amongst the dead carcasses. Like these motherfuckers would scrap for like 10, 15 minutes. And then eventually they never get to a point. Like this is how gangster this shit is. They never got to a point where one of them got severely injured or one of them got killed by one another. But it was that competitive sort of like, you know, tug of war when it came to the scraps of the dead animals that they hunted. Shit was gangster. Lions are like probably the the, the most. I would say my favorite. I can't say most anything, but I would say they're my favorite animals. Lions, without a doubt. Um, tigers, you know, anything in the cat family is gangster. Uh, jaguars and shit, they look too flamboyant. I'm not really a fan of them. Um, leopards and shit, same thing. Look too too feminine. Panthers, panthers, I mean, no pun intended, but panthers are pretty legit too. All color panthers, right? Wink, wink. But... Yeah, it was crazy that these, th- this African tribe, literally, they they lived in a fucking, they lived in a series of huts. It wasn't just like they lived in one hut. Like, it was, it was crazy how they put the shit together. But it was just, it was just this big hut, but the hut consisted of like four huts. So it was essentially four huts put together. And outside... There was a map that showed it like outside, like half a mile, I think like half a mile to like a mile and a half was the rivalry or the 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 rival uh, lion tribe of the tribe that's in their area. So it's a weird dynamic where not only do these vicious predators, these vicious predators are treated like house pets by humans that they've been they've gotten the custom of seeing. That's how, that's how gangster it is out there. Like they, they've literally gotten to a point where lions will just, will just walk into the hut and and chill out, sit down and shit, lay down and shit. It's crazy. When they had cubs, they brought the cubs into the hut where, where the tribe, where the human tribe, the Africans were chilling as if like they were showing them. The fucking, they were showing them the, uh, the cubs and shit, the lions. Shit was crazy, right? But back to what I was saying, that's just a high thought because I remember that doc, that documentary like it was yesterday. But um, I forgot what the fuck it was called though. But um, yeah, Africans don't look at like like African Africans, Africans in Africa. I, I'm mind you. A good portion of them don't look at black melanated 
individuals in the United States as brothers. You understand? Like that's that's just what it is. You, there's video evidence, you know, and they they're they're some of them will tell you the truth. Some of them will tell you the truth. Some of them will tell you that there's a good chance that your actual bloodline, direct bloodline, is not necessarily African, but it's a variation of African and indigenous or Native Americans. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not. And just like a good portion of white. You know, a lot of these whites, these Caucasians, their bloodline goes back to Native Americans. I mean, to be frank and to be quite honest, were they not pillaging and, you know, taking the wives, et cetera, et cetera? So a lot of these a lot of these white individuals, their their bloodline is literally American. The European is not American in the sense of. And the reason why I say this is because if color didn't matter and if race and other things did not matter and if there was such history in this country, we would have got past the African aspect in America with the contribution that um, a lot of the trailblazers really came in to the game with, you know what I mean? As black people at a time of true segregation, you know, true racism. Cause today it's like, whenever it like, I, I get it. Like racism is a thing. Like racism without a doubt is a thing. And I'm about to get into this video, but the, the problem with racism today is people misdirect it. You'll have one side that uses racism as a political agenda. Their, be- their bread and butter is racism. If there wasn't racism, there wouldn't be a hustle for these niggas. Real shit. If there wasn't racism... There would not be a hustle. There would not be a, a, a come up for a lot of these guys. So they they feed off of it to a point where them niggas, them, them dumbass cops that, that killed the dude, they're talking about the, these niggas are uh, white supremacists. These guys are absolutely insane. Any chance they get to use racism, they use it as as this. It's a they weaponize racism, right, because they get people turned up. They get people rioting. They get people burning down buildings, fucking up their own buildings in a lot of cases, fucking up their own communities in a lot of cases. If anything, there got to be some there got to be some real strategic moves here. You know, what I mean, there got to be some real strategic effort. There has to be critical thinking. Motherfuckers react too much. And I think. Our society as a whole has gotten way too sensitive. And I've talked about this. It doesn't matter what race you are. You see what I'm saying? White people, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna slander whites per se, more white liberals. They're the worst, man. They're the self-haters. Or at least it's an act. Like a lot of these whites who are quick to point out white supremacy and who are quick to point out misogyny and all this other nonsense, these cocksuckers will be the first ones to criticize you, right, as a black person, if you are on the opposing end. I've had conversations with these people before. They try to use identity politics in a very slick fashion, okay? 
So if I have a political discussion with somebody and in most cases, when a political discussion comes up, I would just be expected or presumed as a lefty, right? I would be looked at as a lefty, right? Nigga with an afro, like, okay, he has to be on the left. Wrong. Negative. Negative. Don't put me in that category. But I'll be the first person to tell y'all that I fell for the bullshit 2008 when I voted for Obama. He was black, well, half black, but you know how niggas is. We, we pick and choose which half black we acknowledge is full black. I think it's kind of fucked up if you think about it. It's kind of fucked up. But at the same time, it was strategy. It was used well. It was used well. I'll just I'll just put it to you like that. But I voted for the nigga because he was, I I assumed he was black. And uh nothing happened. You feel me? Nothing happened. So when these when these people when I have conversations with whites who are most nine times out of ten left, there's a couple of people that I've conversated with. And it's always funny to catch those niggas off guard because they even they will assume whites on the right will just assume you are with the with the fuckery. Negative. Negative. You know what I'm saying? I remember. Was it at this job or the last one? Actually, both jobs. Politics came up. These old white motherfuckers was talking about Trump and shit. You know, I was just curious. So I just sat down because, like I said, I like to observe before opening my fucking mouth. I want to see and I want to feel what the temperature is like, you know, in a conversation before I say anything. And, you know, they was old school white motherfuckers. You feel me? Like, and I say that with sincerity and, you know, care and consideration. These are old school white motherfuckers. Right. So, you know, they talking about Trump and shit like unemployment going down, all this other crazy shit, which is real, which, which was happening, by the way. You know, I'm just sitting there shocked because, number one, niggas is at the job, right? And it's not like I don't, I personally don't care. I, I, I can talk about politics any time of the day, especially with all this shit going on today. I can talk about politics all fucking day. I just choose not to. Not yet, at least. But when other people, mostly whites, who have these conversations, they they assign you, and, and I don't think it's, I don't think they do it on purpose by any means, but they just assume, right? I think everybody, there's some people that say that everybody is racist. I won't say that, but I think everybody has used a racial slur. So therefore, if you use that racial slur publicly, you will be viewed as a racist regardless. Real shit. I couldn't tell you how many racial slurs. I've used pretty much most of the racial slurs known to man, like legit. Am I racist? Absolutely not. There's a there's a border. There's like the comedy within racism is everyone emulates one another. I brought this up with when it comes to like blacks and Italians, right? Blacks and Italians have this sort of rivalry and there's a history behind it. I'll get into it because it is kind of funny. So, you know, these niggas in Sicily and shit, and I say niggas directly because they're niggas, dude. Like, that's that's what it is. They got to deal with that. Um, they got bloodline 
in Africa. Look, look at where Sicily's at and look at the small portion of land between um, Sicily and I think like North Africa. It's, it's, it's remarkably close. So all of the stories you hear, it kind of it kind of equals out to that being a possibility. Now, I'm sure a lot of these people, you know, a lot of these people are racist. A lot of Italians, they're racist. Now, am I offended by a racist Italian? Absolutely not. I watch The Sopranos. I watch Goodfellas, like most niggas. We like we watch these movies that locate these these Italians did not like niggas, man. We were we were mulies, mulignans, okay. We were mulignans, okay. But the fashion, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Prada, etc., all this Guinea shit, Italians, and I say Guineas with sincerity. I got, I got in laws. Well, I got in law that's Italian. And got a nephew who's half Italian, so I don't, I don't, I don't play the direct racist shit. But let's be honest, all this shit that niggas is rocking now is all Guinea shit, uh, Balenciaga. All this, sh- like, look, man, I don't have time to go back and forth with people about these arguments. Like, really, the uh, leadership organization aspect in a lot of black, uh, black organizations. They they use the Italian um, chain of command, the foot soldiers, the captains. Only things that only thing they don't got is a uh, consigliere. They don't got consigliere and um, underboss. They don't. I don't think I've never heard a nigga use the term underboss ever in my life or anything close to that. But you see a connection, right? Everyone in this country. Is prejudice. I will say that. Point I'm making is everyone in this country is pre- uh, prejudice. So conversations of politics come up. They look. These people will look at me and feel uncomfortable, and I look at them going, "What's up, man? Like I fuck with Trump." I, like per, like any if any conversation pops up of that sort, I'll say it directly. I don't give a fuck. Faggot ass fucking celebrities ain't fucking um ain't gonna indoctrinate me to go along with the program. Fuck these niggas. These niggas are multi-millionaires slash billionaires. What makes you they give a fuck about us unless we're giving them money? Unless we're giving them the attention. Niggas aren't really willing to to think realistic. That's that's the problem. But anyway, we're gonna get into the fuckery, man. I'm on my ranch shit. That was a more presentable rant than the rant I did last night. It was a fucked up episode anyway, but we going we going on a good foot today. Let me get some of this green tea. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. I'm drinking Lipton today. Lipton Typically, I don't fuck with Lipton, but this shit only has 18 grams of sugar. The citrus green tea, you know what I'm saying? Need that vitamin, uh, vitamins, uh, C. 100% daily 
value. Antioxidant, vitamin C. All right, so we're going to get into this first video. Like I said, um, this is going to be a two-parter anyway. Next part, I'm not going to play any music. I'm just going to play some shorts and then just jump right into it. Because I always, I always mention this shit when I do two parts. But then the next part comes up and I do another recording or I play more music as, I, as if I didn't play music in the beginning. I apologize for that. Very unorganized of me, but at the same time, most of the time, I'm working just trying to get an episode uploaded, or I'm working just trying to do an episode, or I'm in my car right now, several hours before I have to go to work, trying to get a segment set up. So, yeah. With that being said, Manosphere highlights daily. Going over Pamela Anderson once again. An absolute disgrace. All right. I'm sure I'm not finished. But I have no idea what I'm going to do next. My kids are grown. Um, I'm basically alone. This is what the future of promiscuous modern women looks like. Pamela Anderson, Postwall 304. She belongs to the streets. Welcome to Manager Highlights Daily. Once again, shout out to Mr. Miles for his donation and recommendation of this Pamela Anderson documentary because it's pure gold. Our previous video goes into the impact Pamela Anderson's irresponsibility had on her children. This video highlights the experience of a promiscuous woman, the mindset, the mate selection, and the consequences of promiscuity. Pamela Anderson is a great example of what the future of many, 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 many modern women will look like. I woke up at Mario's and went home to change, went to Scott's. I'm sorry, that's weird. write that down because god forbid you do a documentary one day in your life and find out what kind of a whore you are yikes <laughs> she belongs to the streets well i should pretty much just stop the video right there huh despicable <laughs> trifling bro she acknowledges that she she acknowledges it that's a tongue twister. She acknowledges it, which I guess that's something, I guess. I wouldn't say, see, a woman like her has no choice, but she can't be delusional anymore. She's already faced that reality, just like what she said in the beginning. And what we went through in the last episode where her son was dealing with bullies and shit, and he had to beat niggas, he had to smash niggas out. You know what I'm saying? He had to fight niggas. He had to square up because he wasn't letting motherfuckers disrespect. Now, here's the problem. Remember what I talked about? A lot of these men who are products of single mothers, they have to almost deal with the curse of the woman, the consequences of the woman as she gets older. As she gets older, the child gets older. As the child gets older, there are less men who are going to deal with you, especially 
a man, let's say a man in his 30s, he's not trying to deal with a woman who got a teenage son, teenage daughter, nevertheless. Despicable, man. Basura. Disgusting. Basura. Now you're the stepdaddy. Congratulations. You're a simp. You're disgusting. Okay? These are... I had this terminology written down. These are simps, right? But th- these simps are savage servants of society. They are savage servants of society. Meaning they're savage in a way that they'll stab you in the back for some pussy. You know what I mean? They'll excommunicate for from their friends for months on end over some pussy. Shit like this. These are savage simps. And they are servants for these slores. They're servants for sluts on OnlyFans. They're servants for porn stars and ethots. Okay? They're servants of society. Later on, these same some of these same guys, not all, hopefully the, these guys get to a point where they realize that, you know, they're not going to be nothing more but a retirement plan to a bitch long, long, long run. When she's defeated, when she's ran down, right? When she's post-wall and she doesn't have the beauty like Pamela Anderson, but she may have the reputation of Pamela Anderson. She may have the body count of Pamela Anderson. She may have the marriages of Pamela Anderson. By the way, once again, um, Pamela Anderson is a six-time consecutive failure of marriages. I want to remind people. I just want to remind people, okay? I just want to remind y'all. The men who are simps, who either money max, this is what always happens. I'm telling you, like, this is the fucking gospel. Simps are not even, well, simps, essentially. Simps with, like, low self-esteem are simps who are socially awkward. They want to buy women shit and do other things to sort of compensate the fact that they can't have a fucking reasonable conversation. And I can't, I'm not, I'm not really pressing hard on these niggas, Pauls, because look at what they're grown up. Like this generation's fucked. Most of these motherfuckers have, most of, the only time some of these motherfuckers have conversations is on the fucking phone. Human interaction is, is, it's looking bad. You got people still bugged out about the situation from almost three years ago now. The mask is still being worn. These niggas said at the job, they, I think they were talking about trying to um, enforce wearing a mask. Oh, man, I'm not wearing no fucking mask. Y'all cocksuck. It wasn't even them. The last job I was at, I already got the two jabs. Niggas is supposedly dropping dead from this shit. Now, how do I feel about it? I really don't give a fuck. My intentions were, unfortunately, at that time, just to go along and get along because I needed the job. I needed the money. And I wasn't in the, I wasn't in a good enough spirit to just go back out there on the job hunt. Like, I really, I really wasn't beat for it. So, like I mentioned 
I think no, I mentioned that yesterday as well. Like that job that I was at, the last job was a dead end job. And there was a lot of um there was a lot of silent slaves. There was a lot of silent slaving going on. There was a lot of guys who've been in that I would I rather I would I would pretty much call it a plantation at this point. They've been in the job making the same type of money for over five to ten years. There's one guy who's been there for twenty one years. And that's since the that's since the building was actually built. Despicable. And certain guys certain guys you feel you feel for. Pause. You know what I mean? Certain guys you feel sorry for because these guys actually work, but they're constantly undermined by the superiors. This is when I learned, you know, the importance of quiet quitting. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I'm bullshitting, waffling once again. Let's get back to the video. This is hindsight, fellas. In hindsight, she looks back at her past and realizes what a hoe she was. Only Yikes. when the damage is done do they come to their senses. But do they? Do they really come to their senses when Basura. Basura. the ride is over? Basura. We're going to break this Negative. video down into four chapters. Negative. Chapter one. Women's fixation with that boys. Number two, modern women rise and fall with their looks. Chapter three, nice guys finish last. Yikes. Number four, invest in cat stocks, not financial advice. Now that nice guy finished last shit, like that's literally I, I should have said that, but I wasn't even thinking like that. That's the perfect example of nice guy finish last, right? The simp. The guy who's always put in the friend zone by a woman may get a message from that woman five, I would say bare minimum, depending on what the nigga's doing, like what the guy is doing, like as a man, like making moves, making money and shit like that. That bitch may that bitch may be in your inbox in the next three to five years flat. If she's really ran down and defeated, you'll hear from her in the next 10 years. And if you hear from her in the next 10 years, run. You become the retirement guy. You are legitimately the nice guy who finished last. You get you get the sloppy whatever she's had previously. And depending on where you at, you get the reputation that comes with it. You know, niggas is out here wifing thoughts up. Dis despicable. Disgusting. Basura. Trifling. Basura. <laughs> Shout out to the Patreon gang. Salute! Don't be on Patreon because we have to respect the YouTube guidelines. That's why you will get a censored and filtered YouTube friendly version. Certain clips will be frozen or excluded. So if you like what we do and you want to experience our content to the fullest extent, support us on Patreon. Luckily, I and really I don't give a shit either way. It's just like typically I would skip through people's shit, but you know, he does have some solid content. Certain people you have to let slide. Like, certain people, like, if they want to shield, like, they can shield and get away with it. They've earned their right to shield. Like, if you've been, if you've been grinding on YouTube for years, right, and you finally get that point, you finally get to that point where you're seeing results, 
and you know you see the possibility of hey man i got a couple i got i got some friends who can design you know a graphic you know a t-shirt logo or whatever the fuck do that shit sell t-shirts sell coffee cups i felt di- my my change of view on this is simple right a PUA is really selling you a dream, right? They're selling you a course. This loud-ass fucking dog. Let's see if I can... Either way, fuck it. These PUAs, they sell you a dream, right? Like, they, they'll they sell you a course and tell you that it can change your life. And, they're, and they're, they are strategic enough to find gullible, low-life simps. The same guys who... W- like this false sense of hope, this this hopium, this copium from these men, it's absolutely despicable, disgusting. There's no other way. Like like I said, there's no other way, there's no other way to put it. Now this is the only situation where I would say the PUAs are worse than the simps, right? Because the PUAs have tactics. Like they're ill with it. They have real life tactics you know what i'm saying like and and they go they go for the jugular you know what i mean they're giving you courses on how to text bitches like disgusting dude what the fuck is this what are we doing here it's fucking embarrassing you wonder why and see i don't respect women who say that men have became weak when all these bitches do is masquerade as masculine bitches i don't respect that and I don't respect bitches who do that. Respectfully, I don't. I, I I'm very dismissive of these individuals. I choose to stay as far away from these individuals as possible. I've created my own personal safe space. I've created my own comfort zone. Right. And previously, maybe five or six years ago, that would be seen because of where I was at. Uh, metaphorically speaking, um, would be considered bad, would even be considered depressing, right? Would even be considered lonely. But you get to a point, like I said, I didn't remember it was fucking Valentine's Day. I thought Valentine's Day was two days ago. That's how much I care about this shit. See, I don't care about um, meaningless shit that's going on. Valentine's Day is one of those. And if you do your research, you'll find um, nefarious origins, satanic origins of Valentine's Day, which people who do their research rise when you have Christmas essentially celebrated and essentially uh, connected to paganism with Santa Claus. I mean, the tree, I don't even want to, I don't want to, I don't want to continue. I mean, but yeah, I'm getting too base. This video contains a lot of spoilers, so you've been warned. Now it's time for us to get into this and do what we gotta do. Because we many, we many we In the beginning, I've been drawn to different types of bad guys. There you go. One of my first boyfriends, he had a habit of trying to chase me and run me off the road, like run me over if he saw me. 
See, there's a there's a thing, right? Here's a thing. With blondes, some blondes, like I do have this twisted way of thinking where stereotypes are real. They're not, they're not, they're real, right? Black folks, most of us, strong portion of us, we love some fried chicken. Now, I don't coon out. I don't, I'm not, I'm not a fan of watermelon. I don't, I don't get down like that. I don't get jiggy like that. No. Some fried chicken, some southern fried chicken. Not this, you know, dry This Shit is disgusting up here. But anyway, um, certain stereotypes are in fact true. All right. Why are Asians mad that they are assumed to be smart? Is like think about how stupid that is of Asian people. They are upset, they'll get offended. If an American, which is an ignorant assumption, I get it, but still, like, you are expected to be a fucking genius. Are you, you're expected to know martial arts, right? You're expected to be good at technology and all this other wild, dangerous, and groundbreaking shit. And these people get offended. Niggas being known for being violent, like that's something to be offended. Uh, that's something to be offended about. That's that's true plight. Like the true plight is, regardless of who you come across, some people will look at you or expect you to be aggressive because of how you look. Right. I think that's I think that's the true plight. But Asians, they're they're a fascinating bunch. You know what I'm saying? Asians are a fascinating bunch. And I do include Indians as well, because India is in the continent of Asia. That's right. Geographically speaking, okay? Now, Indians are the same way, but Indians are a bit cooler. I, I like I like Indians. I know a couple of niggas, uh, Punjabi niggas, they cool as hell. But uh a lot of Indians are the same way. Like they're assumed to be fucking rich. They, mo- let's be honest, a good portion of, of them are rich. Let's be real. They got money. Tell me what black neighborhood you go into, right? What black neighborhood you go into, and there's not a fucking quickie mart, not a a quick stop, not a Seven Eleven, um, not a corner store owned by these niggas. They have family. This is how deep it is with these niggas. They got family back home. And what they do is they save up enough money and they get enough money from the store saved up to where they move one of the nephews down. Nephew could be like 17, 18 years old. And then he'll take over the business for a season. I see this shit every day. Not making this shit up. So I know these people very well. Right? They save up money from what they make, right? They'll save up money from what they'll make at the stores that they work at, bring their resources back home, bring their relatives back, bring their relatives to the States to make money, 
then that motherfucker does the same exact fucking thing. He saves up money. He may have a fucking cousin who's 17, 18, wants to come to America. They all have a good work ethic. I don't know why motherfuckers would get upset about that. It's like saying uh, Mexicans have a good work ethic. Why would Mexicans be upset over that stereotype? Granted, it's a stereotype, but trust me, there's a lot worse than being known for being a hard worker. You feel me? Versus being black, certain certain motherfuckers, you know, certain white motherfuckers will look at niggas as just lazy. You see what I mean? That's something to be upset about. Niggas shouldn't be cool with the stereotype of being considered lazy. But Asians and Indians will get mad when they're considered hardworking. Or they are if they are uh, prejudged for actually being intelligent and having a good work ethic. I don't know. That's just something that bothers me. He kicked me out of a moving car and I did a gymnastic dismount into a ditch. <laughs> so things that come in handy. This small clip says so much about why women love bad boys. There is always a story to tell about a bad boy. This whole documentary is based on drama, the roller coaster life. All of these Netflix hit series are based on men causing drama. They become hit series because women love drama. She's laughing when she's telling the story. You would think to yourself that kicking a woman out of a moving car is a disgrace. But these women will come back for more because it makes them feel alive. Toxic. Toxic women. The feeling is addictive. The part that women won't tell you is that a lot of times they are instigators of this drama. Of course. Why does this guy throw her out of the car? He just felt like it? Women know how to push a man's buttons. Women know what a toxic man is. She said it herself. She was drawn to the bad guys. She knew what she was getting herself into. After I graduated, I wanted to see what was over in Vancouver. And when you grow up on an island, the mainland is a very scary place. And my mom would say, but you can't go to Vancouver because someone just got shot in Texas. I was like, that's pretty far away from Vancouver. And she'd go, it's all attached. Don't go to the mainland. I went on the ferry and I got there. And eventually I met somebody. And I moved in with him. And he was having an affair with somebody. And see, this is like, this is what, like, it's funny because like, it's not funny, but it is funny how just, you know, history repeats itself. What are women doing today? This is exactly what women are doing in the hookup culture. They're nine times out of ten hooking up with niggas who are already in relationships. They're already in relationships, but this whole poly shit has just gotten out of control. And that's going to be another reason that you're going to have less childbirth, which, which in my opinion is a good thing, because why would you have um, essentially a whore as a mother and a Mac daddy as a father. Like, why would why would that even be promoted? So that is kind of a good thing. I mean, I guess you're not like I said before, that whole traditional shit, you're not getting that anymore. You can forget about that. The traditional. It, I mean, because. When the left hears traditional, they're thinking straight up conservatism or they're thinking a variation of conservatism. 
period. They're not like it because for a lot of these women, there wasn't even a time. She didn't even mention the time period. She just met a man, moved in while she, while the guy had a, a a girlfriend. And she's saying this shit like it's all like it's normal. When you see your boyfriend washing his penis in the sink, that's a sign that they're probably having an affair. And I wrote down, washing penis in the sink. Suspicious. <laughs> Classic trademark of a bad boy is that he is attractive to other women. It doesn't work if other women don't want him. All of these stories about this guy kicking her out of the car are not valuable if the guy is not attractive to the sisterhood. The Tinder Swindler wouldn't be a success if Tinder the guy swindler. was not attractive. After all the negative information came out about him, he had another woman ready for the ride. Ready. But here's the deeper part about that. The Tinder Swindler was seen as an attractive man to all these women, granted. But even if that guy was average, the things that he was posing with, posing inside of a plane, posing inside of a nice sports car, um, pictures of a variety of sports cars, pictures of him in front of a, a large mansion, like all of this shit by itself will get a lot of these women's attention. The attraction aspect is important when it comes to actually, <clears throat> excuse me, when it comes to actually building a connection. And that guy is able to build a connection, even though a guy in all actuality with um, all of those resources, he has a variety of women on standby. You know, whatever. And the crazy thing about it was he had his baby moms with him. Tender Swindler, that's a bad nigga. Y'all gotta look up that documentary. They probably took it down. It was some drama. Now take a look at your screen and see a percentage of Pamela Anderson's body count. Sorry, guys. I'd rather have fun for an instant than a miserable life. I love being in love and being vulnerable and being giving. It's the only way to live life. Vulnerable. I'd love to live a romantic life every day. This is just a fraction of her body count. These were eight different guys and they were all actors and high status men. She... And that's the only guy, that's the guys, that's only the guys that she's willing to mention. <laughs> Let's keep it real. Um, bitches in this caliber, bitches in general, uh, body count, they're not going to really be honest about it. Um, if they give you a number, they're disqualifying like three guys. She'll come up with reasons and excuses, probably more than three, five to ten. With the level of promiscuity going on. Um so in all actuality, a bitch, like, eight celebrities, right? She's a six-time, once again, six-time consecutive failure of marriages. So she has to have, she has to have more than eight. Those are probably just high-level successful niggas. She probably smashed probably a couple of chads, like a couple of, average earning chads like she probably smashed a couple of those guys i'm telling you she's just not she's just not going to mention all that she'll mention enough though she's already telling on herself 
talks about romance, that Disney fairy tale, and we're gonna break that down in a different video. Because for this video, we wanna focus on the essential part that women refuse to grasp when they get run, ran, sprinted through by these bad boys. Aye, Chaz, aye, aye. Chaz, men. Chaz. 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 Despicable, man. Disgusting. Basura. Basura. Yo, the music. Actually, he was such a sweetheart to me, and so good to me. Where's Kelly? We need hair. <laughs> so handsome. I think he's definitely handsome. I dated Kelly all the time. I mean, Kelly and I were together in between lots of boyfriends and lots of girlfriends for him too. But it wasn't just me. So this is this goes even deeper, right? Where a woman will have secret relationships that are really old relationships while she's in present relationships you guys don't understand man this shit is deep if i'm if i have to repeat myself constantly i will this is going on today in hookup culture this is going on today um with a lot of women on these dating apps right it's flings and possibilities it's infinite it's infinite validation and attention um, depending on how attractive a woman is, how presentable a woman is, she can be a chameleon, but if she looks the part, she can take advantage of a lot of guys. But what I'm stating here is this woman was so with the shits, right? That she had ex, she had ex-boyfriends as essentially fuck buddies. That's all it is. Fuck buddies with a little bit of emotion because they're old partners. While one was in a relationship or another was in a relationship or in, in some cases, probably marriages, because once again, six fucking marriages, this had to be between one of these marriages. I'm just saying. So what the fuck is the importance of vows? If when a bitch get a chance, she's going to try to live her best life in the man's um, in the man's expense. Oh, yeah, she wants to open fucking marriage. She wants an open relationship. She wants her boyfriend to be a cuck. She wants her boyfriend to just shut his mouth and give the bitch money every time the bitch needs it and let her get her back blown out by Pookie, Ray Ray, Twan, Chad, and all these other guys. This is what it's boiling down to. A bitch like Pamela Anderson, she's 55, Okay. So does she still have looks? I mean, I think it's just the, I think it's the nostalgia. It's the, it's the, it's the nostalgia for me. I'll be honest. You know, to be perfectly fair, you know, I would still consider Pamela Anderson bangable. And I'm sure a lot of other guys will say the same. But outside of just being eye candy, she has no quality as a woman. Oh, you used to be the hottest thing on television. Now you're 55. Now you're humbled. You're humbled by life. No, no guy will humble a bitch more than life for a woman. For a woman who just wants to do whatever the fuck she want to do. 
um, take advantage of men, pick and choose when she thinks she's ready to settle down as if opportunities going to kind of come her way later on in life. It doesn't work like that. They're not men. For men, that's that's typically what happens. A man would typically have to work to get to a certain place. You know, um, it, it, it can come down to a simple haircut, dressing better. It's really not that difficult. For a lot of guys, belly hanging too low, go to the fucking gym, okay? That's all. Go to the gym. Take walks. Drink a gallon of water a day. Fast. Well, I can't. I, I won't tell a person to fast. I fast, but I fast differently. So eat less food or eat better portions of food that you're already eating. And go to the fucking gym. Some guys, it's just as simple as getting a fucking haircut. Um, dressing better. It doesn't mean that you got to go and buy expensive clothes. I don't know what these people... I don't, I don't respect um, a lot of men today because they're feminine. They're like women. They they talk about the money they spend on clothes and on, on belts. Like belts. You something, And most of these niggas don't even... They have their pants sagging with a fucking belt on. It's, just, it's despicable. I don't get it. And I'm a nigga. I'm not. I'm not talking down on niggas. I'm just being direct. Like I don't. I'm not with that selling out coon shit. You know what I'm saying? But like for real, I don't get it. The whole like the hip hop, like with hip hop. Before I get back into the video, like the whole hip hop shit, kind of became feminine just naturally. Like shit just really got sassy. Like niggas really got sassy, and really got zesty out here. And it's despicable. It's disgusting. You know. Little Nas X, hey, man, he comes out, whatever the fuck he's doing, satanic shoes, despicable, demonic, you know what I mean, demon-possessed, but individual. You have nothing else to do but pray for him. I don't I don't wish harm on him. But at the same time, this whole agenda shit, you know, it's only it's only going to go but so far for some people until they, they speak out against it. And I don't speak out directly against it. It's just the agenda behind it. Okay, like, what's up with the Nike shoe? What's up with the uh, 666 and shit in the the back of the shoe? This ain't punk rock. We're not talking about heavy metal. I expect this shit from whites and and those who participate in heavy metal music. Okay? Iron Maiden, you know, this type of of shit. And I listen to that. That's how I know this shit. Right? I would expect this sort of demonic, satanic theme for these type of people. Now you got... Um, and I'm going to take this from Minister Jab. Shout out to Minister Jab. But now you got the Moist Mafia. Now you got the Rainbow Mafia. They're doing the same shit. They're doing like some, they're doing some like next level black magic satanic shit. Like shit is crazy. Niggas saw, niggas saw the Grammys and shit. I didn't see the Grammys. I saw there was a clip from the Grammys from this one individual, whatever the fuck he likes to call himself, pronouns, despicable. Like, what a disgrace. We're going back to this childish shit. You know, you can identify as a fucking airplane today. It's despicable. Fucking adults want to identify as children. And I've already proved, I've already came up with the theory behind these weird, creepy motherfuckers, right? These fucking alleged child fucking predators, right? If you want to identify 
as a child, what are you going to be attracted to? A child. You're a fucking pedophile. There's no excuses. Sick and tired of this. This is why, like I said, this is why individuals like me can't go on YouTube. I refuse to go on YouTube and buck dance for shekels. I'm not doing it. Fuck it. Not doing it. I'm going to allow this podcast to grow, which it is, rapidly. Like I stated before, we're already close to 2,000. I'm going to start incorporating different things. You know what I mean? Outside, because like I got so many other things to talk about outside of just the red pill and dealing with retarded, loose bitches all day. I really... It, it becomes... Like, granted, it's entertaining, but... I don't want this to be like the one trick pony method. Like I'm not just going to use ran down broken bitches. Like it's, it's an easy target. It's not because I feel bad for them. I don't, I think this shit is hilarious. It's just constantly going over. It's almost like this dude doing the same shit. Like, it doesn't matter if it's a ran down porn star. It doesn't matter if it's Pamela Anderson. I wouldn't put her in a ran down porn star category, but she's definitely a 304. She's definitely been ran through the track on several occasions. Um, to like her and a woman who does OnlyFans, the only thing that changes, right, is the age. The talking points are the same. They can't find a romantic partner. They don't know what they want to do with themselves. The some the only the major difference is the women. See Pamela Anderson. A part of her, just in my personal opinion, she wants to go back on that horse. She wants to go back on that carousel. Or she just wants to get as much attention as possible while she, while she can. Because she's used to it. It's, it's simple. She's used to being that center of attention. And like it, go, it, it, it breaks down to a point where she's even willing to expose her previous activities. Right. Her previous activities can be exposed by her just as long as she gets some attention, just as long as she gets some recognition, just as long as she has people like myself, people like Manosphere Highlight Daily talking about it. He definitely was a heartbreaker. He's a free spirit. You couldn't get your hands around him. But you don't own anybody. Nobody owns anybody. And just to let them be who they are sometimes is better. Women want what is untamed. She doesn't want to, see, that's the twisted reality. That is the brutal truth for nice guys, right? A burgundy pill, if you will. Nothing too dark. We're not going to go to suey fuel, but we're going to talk about some real shit, right? A woman of her stature, she wants something that is untamed. Any guy who's just just automatically willing and able to provide for her with no excitement, just sort of the male plain Jane, if you will, that's not going to entice a woman to stick around. She's she's essentially talking about the guy who's untamed, the guy who she couldn't who she couldn't fully grasp. That's the guy that generally excites her. It's not the nice guys. 
not with you. Pamela Anderson was hot in her prime, but you have to understand, these guys have access to women like her all the time. Pamela Anderson is just another notch on their belts. Just like Pamela Anderson, these guys were not casted for their acting skills. They were casted because of their looks and charisma. Eye candy. Beware if the bad boy doesn't want to marry them. These guys don't have to lie because women will break the rules for these guys. It's okay to be kicked out of Chad's car. <laughs> women want this hookup culture. Once again, women want this hookup culture. They want it. This culture in which it's only like for a woman, it's represented by a come up, right? It's represented as the path of least resistance, right? It's it's literally it's literally looked at as just, you know, fun and opportunity for a woman. Besides all of the risk that she'll put herself through, she doesn't have to put in much effort. That's the advantage that a woman has. When women are the gatekeepers of sex, who do you think is controlling the hookup culture? Let's be real here. 10 to 15% chads. Now, well, we can say 10 to 20% chads. They have control when it comes to what the woman wants. But all of the revenue, all of the money is coming from the simps. Because they're the ones that's trying to buy, you know, the extra membership. They're the ones that's trying to get their profile viewed first because they see how when you get a free version of this shit, it's cut down. It's like it's like cut dope. You know what I'm saying? It's it's all this is baby powder and, and fucking laxative in it. You know what I'm saying? It's completely cut. So you have to pay more to get the rawler edition. You got to get the membership. Oh, you got the gold membership? Oh, you got premium cut. Premium. Okay? Premium. Very little cut. Very little. So you have the opportunity to uh, be the first, the first viewed. I think in Tinder, there's, there was platinum or some shit like that. Where you can just message bitches without even like knowing them. It doesn't restrict you from personally messaging them. Whether you match with them or they match with you or not. That's that's the crazy shit. But this that's something that's bought by most desperate men. And this is like, once again, not a shot at these guys. Like it's understandable, especially the younger generation. Uh my heart goes out to those young men. But at the same time, it's like, yo, you got to realize that a lot of these women today don't really have men in their best interest. It's what a man makes that they have interest in. Okay, You have to be able to break this shit down. Why else would women just mention today six figures? Why would that be the first thing? If a woman's really looking for a life partner, right? why the first thing she's looking for is how much a man makes? Right. Or what a man does so she can calculate how much that is on salary or how much that is, you know, annually. You feel me? That's see, that's that's the cold hearted reality. Some guys, they can 
they can sit back like myself and come to an understanding that I'm fortunate enough to know the harsh realities rather than be a person who's still in, you know, la la land, you know, stuck within the blue pill matrix is like blue pill purgatory. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you, there's a, there's like a point and a lot of content creators mention this, but there's a point where you come to the realization, but you're not willing to accept it. And you try to just go back out there. You go back out to the dating market. You deal with the same type of women, get the same type of results. Then for some guys, for some guys, it's, it's just one woman, right? Some, for some guys, it was just one woman that they put their trust in. They put, they, they put their care and consideration in. And from the woman's perspective, it wasn't good enough. Or from a woman's perspective, she had other options, other things going on. She was a 304 on the low, et cetera, right? For guys like me, it was multiple women, right? That I from in a more uh, hard knock university sense. They didn't teach me this purposely, but I learned this and I was able to connect the dots. You know what I mean? I was able to pick up on the patterns and realize that, hey, there were other content creators talking about similar women, similar attributes, similar personality traits. And it all started to make sense. Now, of course, guys, like I'm 34, so guys my age, and I and I gotten into this shit officially when it comes to like really talking about this shit, um, late 20s, 29, maybe 28. Before then, I was just more or less podcasting, talking about race, politics, and all the shit that I pretty much talk about when I rant. I just incorporated both because, you know, why the fuck not? And I don't like Facebook at all. So I only use Facebook. I was I was going to uh, I was going to start a channel or not a channel. I was going to start a group or not a group, a page more or less. And um, just incorporate a lot of the episodes that I do. And then like every once in a while, like maybe on a weekend, I'll go live for like an hour or two and talk about something. But YouTube is just, I mean, not YouTube and YouTube, actually. Facebook and YouTube. It's just too sketchy for me. You know, too sketchy, way too sketchy. I just remember, but I, I, I would, I don't even want to give Facebook credit, but I would have to because there was a time where I had channels. Well, not channels. I had uh, pages that were solid. Like I did, um, before I made the Red Pill Party podcast, I just had the Red Pill Party as um, a Facebook page. And I would go live. And I used to OD. I used to go live pretty much any chance that I've gotten. And the way that I'm recording this episode would be a way that I would do a live video. If I was on break at the job, I would just do 30 minutes in. If I'm leaving the job and I know I don't have nothing else to do, which I did that. I did that recently. I'm not going to do that much often, but I'll do that like every once in a while when I really feel that there's something urgent to say. But I have to realize that I'm on Facebook. And, you know, most people are too distracted about, you know, sneakers and what team won, 
So I don't really, I don't stress too much. I'll, I'll drop some memes. I'll drop some base memes every once in a while, but I don't really speak directly on Facebook about my beliefs, but I will talk about it if I go live. It's hot as fuck. It's February, guys. Let me see something. It's February. It is um, 57 degrees. Last night, it was 39 degrees, but it literally felt like it was 20. That's how the chill was, the wind chill. This is crazy. This is fucking insane. I guess I'm going to go through the rest of this, but it's kind of getting boring. It's just a bitch talking about being a hoe, essentially. Posted many, 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 many times on this channel. Women are responsible for hookup culture, and it's only a small group of guys that are having sex, and it's the same group of guys, top 10, top 20%. It's not a surprise why these relationships are short-lived, because they were never meant to last. Yikes. They are sleeping with these guys for clout, for validation, Basura. for friend-zoning husband material. Basura. 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 Trifling. I dated a few other actors, but only for short periods of time. Of course. Who else was I dating when I got there? There's quite a few men around. She belongs to the streets. Yeah, I'm not going to go through the rest of this respectfully. Shout out to Manosphere Highlights Daily. Y'all check it out. Support the content creators that I mentioned. But yeah, I don't care, dude. Like, I don't care about these fucking washed up women. I don't care, dude. Like, legit, I don't give a fuck. Like I said, eventually... I'm going to have to take a little break and just re-strategize because, like I said, like just talking about ran down bitches all day, it's just not, it's funny, but it's not fun as it used to be. You know, I can get into some articles. I can switch things up. I can get out. I can go outside of the manosphere, outside of the red pill. I don't want to get like too political, at least not yet within my, you know, future, future plans as I get older, God willing. I'm going to definitely switch things up and definitely be more politically driven. Now, my my perspective directly on politics, right, is this, right? I have I have beliefs that can align with conservative or I have views to be more direct that can be aligned more with conservative. Do I just stand on any side that it of a person who considers themselves conservatives? No, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't really get, I don't really, I don't really like the whole tribalism thing, but I understand it. I just don't, I don't participate in it. A lot of guys, they, like I said, a lot of guys, they get mixed up in this shit. Me, I've always been about, well, not always, but I would say more uh, this past summer, last summer, really, that was when I kind of came to an understanding and, and realized that, you know, at the very least, I should at least be educated or know about different perspectives of this so-called manosphere, right? So, because, and, and, and I've came to this realization because a lot of guys who were represented as red pillars, they were piss poor PUAs and dating coaches. They were guys that were giving advice for cash, a lot of these guys, I don't feel that they are genuine. But like once again, that kind of influenced that that inspired me 
to see what else is out there, right? I've always, I would not, I, I'm not going to say align because I've never really aligned with MGTOW, but I've always recognized MGTOW as not only a reasonable option, but a beneficial option. If you if you're a guy and the only thing that you're seeing, the only type of women that you're interacting with is women who are openly promiscuous or women who expect everything from you, for you to just go along and get along, that can be the end of your career. That could be the end of your livelihood. Who knows how far a woman can take you and how far a woman can use and manipulate you and truly get to your head. You can possibly take your own life over these over these bitches. It's happening. So personally, like I stated, I don't have it's difficult to say I don't have anything against women because I do. It's just I don't I don't. I don't hate women as a whole, but there are women that I despise, dude. I don't, I don't hold back. And women are more open to say that men are all trash. At least I'm being respectful enough to be very specific. Now I, I will say the term that bitches ain't shit, but I've already broken down that I don't view all women as bitches because there are some men who act like bitches as well. You understand? So, and, and they're dressed like bitches too, actually. These, these fucking feminine men, it's disgusting. It's despicable. It's, it's not even really, like, like I said before, it was like when I bring, when I bring up hip-hop, where it's like when jewelry and just buying expensive, retarded-ass chains that niggas are losing their lives for, niggas are getting robbed for, you're buying a hundred, you're buying a $10,000 chain Rappers, right? Some of these rappers are smart, man. Some of these rappers are smart. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Marathon continues. Uh, I believe Dave East did the same shit. Shout out to Dave East. They put their money into revenue. They put their money into business. Something that if they if they had to or if they wanted to, they can fall back from making music and get extra income elsewhere. But niggas, for the most part, it's just buying chains. Like, niggas is buying bracelets, chains, watches, tight-ass fucking jeans. Niggas looking hella zesty, man. Very, very zesty. Very sassy, man. Despicable. Like, niggas can't even thug out anymore. Niggas can't even really thug out. If you think about it, like, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. When you look at... Like, niggas that, that grew up in the 90s and shit, and, like, niggas that grew up in the 2000s, like, all right, so the niggas in the 90s, they had the baggy jeans and shit, right? They always had Thames on, like, Red Man and Method Man type niggas. Niggas wearing Thames in the summertime. Only, like, Jersey, New York shit and Philly shit. But I think Philly niggas, they wear something, I forgot what type of boots they, they, they off of. But... Yeah, that that shit is looked at as goofy in a sense today, but at least niggas wasn't dressing in fucking skirts. At least niggas wasn't rocking 
tight ass rock band skinny jeans. There's a, there's nothing wrong with a relaxed fit. There's nothing wrong with a slim fit. Slim fit is borderline. You know what I'm saying? It's not completely tight, but it is a more uh, suitable fit. Right? These niggas got extra tight fucking spandex jeans. Like, niggas got super tight Uzi Vert type fucking equipment and in, 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 in clothing on. It's disgusting. I don't know what the fuck these niggas is on. I don't get it. Like I said, I'm lost. I said it before. Or I said it maybe two nights ago. You kind of reach a point where it's like, okay, I'm too old for this shit, man. I can't do it. I can't keep up with these with these youngins. They got whatever the fuck they got, they got. I'm just going to wear what the fuck I want to wear. Do what the fuck I want to do. All this other shit. Niggas is out here looking like hoes, man. It's disgusting. Niggas is out here looking like undressed Transformers with their outfits and shit on. It's despicable. You got niggas, and see, you got to understand, you got to understand how deep this shit is in hip-hop, right? It, it really is deeper than hip-hop. Shout out to uh, Professor Griff. This this shit is really deeper than hip-hop. When you have people sympathizing over a criminal, a rapper and criminal, right, who is known for wearing dresses and skirts, we got a problem. When you got a rat, when you got a guy who snitched straight up on the entire organization he belongs in, and he's still roaming the streets in some cases without security, that says something. It's all fit. And by the way, the guy who ratted on his team, he got rainbow fucking hair, rainbow bracelets, automatically automatically presenting himself with zesty attire. It's disgusting. Basura. This nigga had a rainbow grill. Like, there's things in life that I just can't, I can't reason with. There's shit, like, there's things in life that I really can't reason with. The fact that there was a rapper, and I've I've acknowledged... 6ix9ine when he was Takashi 6ix9ine. Because he had, he had, his style was, he actually rapped. So he somewhat rapped. But he had more of a hype sort of DMX vibe to his shit. A lot of his old shit, right? Which worked for him, right? But he got, I don't know what happened. He, he ran into the Zesty Mafia. He ran into the Moist Mafia. They turned him out. That's what happens with these niggas. There's no other way to put it. They get turned out. Now these niggas is twerking on stage. Absolute. Like, like really think about, this is why old heads now, like when old heads talk about how bad hip hop and shit is today, I got no choice but to agree. Niggas is coming wild zesty, man. Wild zesty. Too tangy. Pause. Disgusting. And the crazy thing about it is, I'm a, this this shit right here will blow your mind, man. Pause. This shit, this shit right here will knock you off your socks, right? These niggas will shoot you. Like these niggas carry like hardware and these skinny. How the fuck you got 
skinny jeans, fucking spandex. This nigga got like an extended fucking Glock in his fucking skinny jeans. All these, like, yo, shit is crazy, man. Lil Wayne, Young Thug, and all these things really brought in the zestiness, bro. They brought in the zestiness, bro. There's no other way to put it. And this goes, this goes even deep. Like, I'm going even deeper into hip hop real quick, right? You got Birdman. And, and and fucking little Wayne kissing each other on the mouth, 106 in part, kissing each other on the mouth. Um, and uh, what was that? The basement. What was that shit called with, with Tigger and shit? I forgot, man. But um, yeah. Only a few people spoke out about it. Niggas still rock with these niggas like it ain't nothing. So what do you expect when there's an openly gay rapper who comes out and tells you he's gay? You gonna criticize him when you saw two grown men kiss each other in the mouth? Nigga, get the fuck out of here. I don't wanna hear it. That's that's crazy, man. That's hypocrisy. I remember planning a book or writing a book before all this red pill shit called The Hypocrisy of Hip Hop. And I was just gonna bring up like things like that, that would just make perfect sense, right? To illustrate that. Because it's almost as if the entire culture has been programmed and conditioned to accept it when it does happen, when there is the openly gay rap. And like I said, Old Town Road, it's a catchy fucking song. I don't give a fuck that he's gay, bisexual, trisexual. I'm not him or my family. Even if there was a gay person in my family, a lesbian in my family, I wouldn't give a shit. It's not that deep for me. It's just there's a conspiracy and there's an agenda that kind of that conditions niggas like Kid Cudi. An embarrassment, man. One of my one he was one of my favorite hip hop artists at one time, man. Man on the moon, Cudi's own. Come on, man. Maui Wowie, come on, man. Nigga comes out in a fucking dress and makeup. Niggas is rocking. There was a picture of John Cena. Walking with heels on and makeup on a set of a movie. Nigga, this shit is deep. Guys, this shit is deep. This shit is real. And see, with me, I can I can walk a very tight rope here. Because like I said, I don't have a problem with these people. I have a problem with the agenda. And I have, more importantly, a problem with that being promoted to children. Next thing you know, you're going to have pedos fucking being advertised to children. Because these guys, they're sick. They're disgusting. They're fucking devils. They're demons. And these will be the first people to call out somebody, uh, you know, for being hateful. These are some of the most hateful people. They'll pressure. You got to accept them. Are you homophobic? Stop fucking harassing me. That's what that's harassment. You can't pressure me to accept. I can I I can respect you as a human being. I don't have to I don't have to respect what you do. Just like you don't got to respect what I do. You don't got to respect what I'm about. But you can respect me as a human being and I can do the same for you. That's as that's as much as I can do. Other than that, you know, promoting this shit to kids and having it in every fucking television show and having it now in every fucking video game. It's completely it's it's overboard, man. It's fucking overboard. And you know what's going to happen? 
and it's not even just people on the right. It's just people who are just fucking irritated by it. Because you have a lot of these individuals. I call it the silent left. These are the silent left. Meaning, these were the guys when when Trump was in office, they were just waiting for Biden to come in. They figured everything would be just fine. Everything would, quote unquote, go back to normal, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That obviously did not happen the way that they thought it happened. And now when people criticize Biden or they criticize those who support Biden, they remain silent. They remain silent because in reality, you have if I think the strategy in Trump, but see, Trump is too, Trump is too egotistical, but I I give him credit because he got the means and the income to be that way. It's hard to describe. It's a respect. I don't admire it personally, but I can respect it from someone like Donald Trump. He wouldn't, I think if he plays his cards right, and I think that's kind of what he's doing. Like if he plays his cards right, I don't think, I don't think a politician on the right besides a couple of rhinos wouldn't mind um, having Trump as vice president and Trump as vice president is in my opinion, just as solid as him as president. Right. Because if he runs again, I think, I think this country is too far gone to recognize what Trump has done for the country. And I think we're fucked. I'm being really honest. I think people are too brainwashed. They allow this mainstream media shit to really get into their fucking brainwaves. And all they think about is CNN. All they think about is fake news. So if Trump was to run again, which I, I, he is obviously, but if Trump was to run again solidly, I mean, he's going to blow through Paul's. He's going to go through every single one of the people that are running. My personal opinion. Because at least, see, the thing with Trump is you saw results. You saw results. Like, you literally saw the results just in four years. He did more for black people in four years than Obama did in eight. No no arguments, no, no discussions here. This is reality. I don't think... Black, black people, you'll find, well, now you got more and more black people who are, who will tell you that they fucked with Trump. Now, even before they were, they were like a variation of that silent left, right? Because they may have family members who were Democrats and may have told them or tried to influence them to vote the way that they voted. And they came to the realization like I did, where I wanted to learn things for myself. And I just was blown away from the history of the Republican party, the democratic party. And I don't give a fuck about politicians, which is why I like Trump. Trump's not a politician. There's like there, you have to look at this shit in a more pragmatic fashion. If you get a regular Republican hillbilly, right? He's a, he's a politician, meaning he knows the tricks of the trade. He's going to rock niggas to sleep just like the just like the Democratic Party. But it's going to be different, right? I don't think another Republican is going to put a lot of effort into the black community the way that Trump did. I'm sorry. As a Republican, I'm just like just think. 
just think about it. For people that's probably yelling, yelling at me right now, just think about it like this. Republican, right? Donald Trump, right? What if Donald Trump was a Democrat? Remember, Donald Trump did business with the Clintons. Especially while in New York, Hillary Clinton, while in New York, they did business together. These are, but the, the difference is Trump is just a pragmatic thinker, right? And the money he made, he didn't need it from these bum-ass cocksuckers, politicians. They, he didn't need it from them. That's why these niggas hate him so much. Like for a dude to come in and say, yeah, I'm going to pay for my own campaign. I don't need none of y'all. And, and I'm going to run through all y'all and do it. That says something, right? Because the people are tired of so-called leaders doing this by the book shit. They're all corrupted. See what if Trump's Trump's the coolest corrupted nigga that I know as president. I'm gonna be real with you. If Trump is corrupted and all this shit, compared to this guy we have, come on, man, cut it out. Cut it out, man. At this point, a lot of people are just delusional. They're just delusional. But yeah, back to the hip hop, like zesty shit, right? Like that shit, that shit was like premeditated, man. There's a lot of zesty things that were going on that motherfuckers just wasn't really pointing out. Like, and I think it was weird because there were always times where you had like Eminem and shit. Eminem had a lot of heat from um, the gay and lesbian community, right? For a lot of shit that he was saying in his old music. He went on the apology door. Uh, excuse me. He went on the apology tour, which a lot of these people do when they buck up, when they buckle to the system. He goes on the apology tour. He does a performance with Elton John. People forget all about it. That's how it works. It's almost like people who are considered like white people who would be wrongfully blamed as being racist, right? And they actually have black people who they hang out with, who they know. And we'll tell them, no, he's not racist. I'm a close friend of his. The narrative changes. Oh, well, that's always expected. Of course you're supposed to say that. I'm supposed to say whatever the fuck I want to say. I think a lot of white people in this country are wrongly accused of racism. Just like in a lot of cases, a lot of black men are wrongly accused of committing a lot of crimes. Not, well, this isn't always happening as much as white people being pointed out as so-called racist. In the manosphere, the black man is almost the safest when it comes to harsh criticism, because the only thing that's going to happen is um, he's going to be called uh, an incel, a simp. He may get called a misogynist, but... Me, as a black man, I can care less about being considered a misogynist for the simple reason that I know I'm not. And on top of that, the women really don't understand that. And just like with Pamela Anderson in her situation, she's dealing with guys who almost hit her with a car and it's all fun and games to her and shit. Like, they are 
orchestrators. Like they orchestrate chaos. They orchestrate chaos. They love it. The toxic so-called misogynistic, the so-called chauvinist, those are the those are the guys that the women are essentially attracted to. And then the women that actually the women sleep with those guys repeatedly. Their adventure on the cock carousel is just based on those men alone. But I think at an hour and 48 minutes, I'm going to wrap this up. This is going to be a separate episode. I'm going to upload this shit and I'm going to do something later on tonight. But as I always say, it's still technically the beginning of another day. So in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with an episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. I'm out. Peace.